to the Dynasty Rook Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Dynasty. In the game of football, we play chess, not checkers. Here's your host, GV. Cheers. 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 Welcome back to the Dynasty Rook Podcast. As always, I'm your host, GV. I'm joined by our fearless leader, Dick Navis. Ayo! How's it going, Dick? I'm great, like always, man. Absolutely, and then we also have our field reporter coming to us live from uh, West L.A., Stratton Constantinidis. What's up, bud? What's up, fellas? Good to be back. All right, let's get right into it. So just so you know, we have a bunch of content now um, on the on the Rook website at DynastyRook.com. We have the NFL Season Kickoff Podcast from last week available if you want to catch up. We have a new Rook book out there with uh, me, Kyle, and Andy Fertig making some uh, some picks for the week. Remember, scared money don't make money. Um, we have a lot of stuff on the website as well. What else do we have? We have the player interviews, Dick. Player interviews with J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, Eagles receiver. Raquel Armstead, running back for the Jaguars. Floyd Allen, receiver for the Texans. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dynasty Rook. Yeah, we always have all the news out on there. The big news kind of this week was the Minka Fitzpatrick. So we're recording this on a Monday during Monday Night Football. Baker Baker just threw a pick. But um, the big news, I think, today, Minka Minka going to your Steelers. I'm so happy. We've we've been looking for a receiver for like four years. Sean Davis was the first try. We drafted a a first-rounder last year. And now I think we have... The real one. And oh, yeah. Starting free safety for years to come. Yeah. And we'll get into it later, but it was good for you guys to get some good news. This yeah, week. so it's That's like bad news. good news and bad news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other big news from the week. Jalen Ramsey requests a trade. I don't know if there's any kind of... Come over. Anyone, anything on... Uh, do you have any ideas, Stratton, where he may be going? Um, I've heard of a few places that he'd like to go, uh, but it's all just hearsay right now. I mean, we're going to find out soon enough where he wants to go. I'm sure his agent will release his list soon. It's yeah. Very soon. <laughs> yeah, so we got to be on the lookout for that. And then also, as everyone knows, Sam Donald currently has mono, and then we just saw Trevor Simeon break his ankle. So uh, who's the guy who's in the game? Luke Falk. I don't like Luke Falk. Oh, yeah? He hasn't been active for one game. This is his first so, game. So you said he, he was... He looks g- in garbage time. He looks good in garbage time, but... He he was. Uh, we'll see what happens though. I think it was here. Washington State before uh, the new Mister Gardner Minshew, but yeah, we'll see what he has. So something to keep an eye on the Jets. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the big news for the week. So let's hop right into the NFL games recap. Um, a lot of missed field goals this week, and a lot of field goals this week. So uh, the games are starting to get closer. So many field goals. Yeah, the games starting to get closer. We can start on Thursday night. Uh, the Bucks beat the Panthers. I know the Panthers were like a five and a half, six and a half point favorite. The Bucks ended up beating the Panthers twenty to fourteen. And I, I know you were telling me earlier, Dick, you were just saying that they, they just tried to shut down CMC. Oh yeah, the Bucks defense just went after CMC, and that's it. See, he couldn't get anything going on the ground. They threw it to him, but he couldn't get much going in the air either. I think he had six targets and only two catches. Yes. I mean, but... Um, but it, they just stopped him, and they made Cam Newton throw the ball. And he just made it, like, obvious that he can't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you had to go with the start perform or underperformers here, it's probably C-Mac. C-Mac had 16 carries, 37 yards, um, six targets, two receptions, 16 yards. So he still has a huge amount of volume. But yeah. uh, that, that offense is tough for them, man. Cam just doesn't look the same. Cam only 303 yards, 33 yards. Uh, no, no TDs, no picks. Yeah, when you look at what CMC did last week, when he had 75 more yards than the rest of the Carolina Panthers offense as a whole, um, uh, they knew this week that they had to shut CMC down in order to have a chance to win this game. And, and uh, you know, everybody can see that Cam doesn't look the same. And when you're able to shut down CMC both in the ground, on the ground and through the air, um, that's a recipe for success against Carolina. Yeah, that, that probably won't happen too much, but I mean, we kind of know what the deal is with the Panthers so far, so we'll have to see what Cam does moving forward. The star performer here is Chris Godwin. 
Godwin was fantastic again. Yeah, he he had not he had nine targets, eight receptions, one hundred twenty one yards, and a touchdown. Uh, meanwhile, Mike Evans still has eight targets, but only four receptions, sixty one yards. Yeah. So I mean, this will be interesting to see moving forward. I, uh, Chris Godwin's very good. Yeah, we saw um, him go before Mike Evans in redrafts, and I was really surprised. But I mean, Mike Evans is probably still coming off if uh, you're being sick. But Godwin is producing. If you're in a dynasty league, especially if someone's going to give you Evans, go get him. Yeah, because by low Mike Evans. By low Mike Evans for sure. But um, yeah, but he's good. Goblin's good. DJ Moore also had a good game. Fourteen targets, uh, nine receptions, eighty-nine yards. Yeah, Godwin was great. Um, when you look at the pass catchers for the Carolina Panthers, it really doesn't tell the story unless you watch the game. I mean, Greg Olson had great stats. Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore. But again, if you watch the game, you see that Cam Newton is missing easy throws, throws that he should make, um, and he looks off. All right, so that's a Thursday night game. Let's uh, hop into the Sunday morning games. Um, in the first game, we have. Now, I think MVP candidate, Lamar Jackson, going and the Ravens just going off again and beating the Cardinals 23-17. to Lamar is the star performer again here. He went 24 for 37, 272 yards, two TDs, and he only had three rushes last week. This week he gives you 16 rushes for 120 yards. Over That's, 100 yards. Not bad for a quarterback. He, he's, he's getting to Mahomes territory, huh? Yeah, I mean, let's, let's I want to reel everyone back in because... The truth is the Ravens have played the Dolphins and the Cardinals, who the Dolphins are looking like the worst team in the entire league this year. The Cardinals were the worst team in the entire league last year. But Lamar Jackson is a true dual-threat quarterback. He can throw the ball from the pocket. He can run the ball when there's nothing available. And when defenses are playing against the run, he's going to go deep. When they're playing against the pass, he's going to run like he did in last game and this game. He can beat you on the ground and through the air. He's he's an MVP candidate early on. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a guy that I think can go win you a league. I mean, they're just doing really good right now. I mean, what's-his-face has another fantastic game. Hollywood Brown has 8 for 86 on 13 targets this week, so he plays a lot more, a lot more looks. Um, Ingram dominated the backfield again. He had 13, 13, for, 13 carries, only 47 yards, but um, he seems like he's getting the volume there, but the... The, the Ravens are just good. That, yeah. I, I'll buy into that offense right now. I mean, yeah. if you can get guys in that offense, like and even guys like Sneed, like, who get touches, that offense is really good. Mark Andrews, another fantastic game. He's yes. tight end one. Yeah, Mark Andrews is becoming a name, and I think you should definitely get him on your dynasty team because this might be your last chance. He might become one of those top-tier tight ends after a couple more games. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Moving on to the, to the, to the Cardinals. The Cardinals looked... Look, look, pretty good as well. Kyler had a decent game. Uh, he had twenty-five for forty, went three hundred forty yard nine yards. Um, I mean, he, he's throwing the ball a lot. They're giving him a lot of opportunities, which is nice. I love it. I love it. I got Larry Fitzgerald. I'm just waiting for him to give me one last leg for my championship run, and I'm starting him the rest of the season. Started him this week. Got over hundred yards, no touchdown this time, but I think him and Kirk are just the one-two in that Cardinals offense. Oh yeah, they were good. Yeah, when you look at what Kyler did this week, I mean, last week a lot of his yards came uh, in garbage time or, or came late in the game when he was just kind of throwing the ball up. But Baltimore has a really good defense, and to see him throw, you know, put up two, 349 against that defense is, is a good sign. Uh, his connection with Fitz is undeniable. I actually saw a stat that he is the first uh, quarterback to throw for over – or sorry, the, only the second quarterback in NFL history to throw for over 300 yards in his first two starts. So, oh, yeah. so, you know, it really speaks to their air raid offense. It speaks to what he can do in the air. And uh, and he's definitely growing as a quarterback, as as even in these early couple weeks. Yeah, no, he, he's fantastic. Just a, 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 couple, a couple more things for their offense. I mean, 
that just before we move on, like the underperformer there, I think was David Johnson. He's, I don't know whether it's it's the rush. They only rushed the ball eleven times total. David had seven. I know he got hurt a little bit, but he didn't came yeah, back. He did come back. Um, Kyler had three carries, and Chase Edmonds had one. I mean, maybe they're just maybe this is offense. They're just going to be down a lot, and they're going to have to throw the ball. Yeah, I think, but I think that's also part of the offense. Is I don't I honestly don't think David Johnson is going to be you know back that guy that he was that RB1 type of guy because the offense that he's in he's not a shotgun zone read type of guy he's a downhill one cut punish people down the field and I don't know maybe sell high here on David Johnson yeah it'll be interesting to see I mean I think it's still too early to sell on anyone that offense just because they're still growing but like Kirk had eight targets Fitz had 11 targets um, Demir Bird looked good too. So I mean, that offense might be one you want to be hanging on to. They might be like the baby Ravens, um, but uh, it's I think it's just something to watch and see. Um, anything else we got here? Um, Justice Hill barely involved. Miles Boykin less involved. Uh, Marquise Brown's the guy here. Keyshawn I, Johnson another fifty yards. Yeah, I'm so down. I almost wish. Uh, Love it. I almost wish Hermes didn't leave me AJ Brown so I could have just taken Marquise. Mm. He's such a fun guy to have. Um, but uh, that's it. So the Ravens go to two zero. The Cardinals drop to zero and two. Um, the next game we have is a complete and utter failure by the fucking Chargers. It's very bad. They Woo! lose the game 10, 10 to 13 to the Detroit Lions. The game was, as, I, as I've said for Miami, it was a complete dumpster fire. Complete dumpster fire in the second half. Chargers have two TDs called back on the same drive. And then they have a fumble by Eckler on the one. Um, Phil had a... Phil had a lot of drop balls on, on, on his plate today. Um, I know Mike had dropped two in the end zone. Um, he had that sweet, huge rush for 12 yards, which was nice. But uh, there really wasn't much much here, huh, Tiny? It was a pretty bad game, I think. Yeah, it wasn't a great game to watch. Um, obviously, I'm stoked on the Lions being able to pull this one out. And, and uh, the $50 that I bet on the money line for this game as well. Um, but Carrion did have a good game. He did have a great uh, receiving touchdown. He wasn't very efficient again. And, they, but they got they, they made a concerted effort to get him involved this week. They made a concerted effort to get him involved. Um, the other running backs, although there was involvement from them, and you don't like to see them taking touches away, it was much less so than last week. Um, Carrion was the guy. I mean, he is the guy there. It's just his volume is going to be suspect week to week. That's the only thing that really works. Yeah, but he has the ability to break those runs. I mean, he had that he had that thirty yard touchdown catch, which is what he could do. Him and Galladay were great. Galladay had a lot of volume. He had eight catches, 117 yards, and a touchdown on 10 targets. He had that nasty touchdown in the go-ahead. Um, so, I mean, he was the star of the game, I think, for you guys. He was fantastic. Matt Stafford was okay, but uh, it really was Galladay, I think. Yeah, Galladay's catch in the end zone was unbelievable. Um, and, you know, he really showed why people are looking at him as a borderline wide receiver one, wide receiver two coming into the season. I, I mean, Galladay was good, but the Chargers were just – they just blew this game. I mean, Fantasy-wise, they're okay. Eckler's still fantastic, man. He's clearly the lead back. Lead back. He had 17 carries for 66 yards and a touchdown. Six, six catches on six targets for another 67 um, receiving. And he should have had another fucking touchdown. Uh, but he fumbled out on the one. Keenan was great. But I don't want to talk about this game, man. They had two missed field goals. Rivers picking the end zone to seal it. It was just a blown game by the Chargers. And to see them slip back, this is really disappointing. On to the next one. Um, so the Lions do go to one and one, and the Chargers go to one and one. Not one and one, one zero and one. Oh, oh, oh apologies, nice. forgot about the tie. Congrats, dude. <laughs> um, so that's that game. Undefeated. Um, the next game is uh, <laughs> someone we warned you about last week. The Colts. The Colts are good, man. They go on the road and they beat the Titans nineteen to seventeen. Brissett's Brissett's stats may not be great, but he looks comfortable out there. Man. Yeah, he's a game manager. He can make the throws that count. And I mean, he he's definitely a starting. 
uh, level quarterback in this league. Oh, and they've they've they he's led them from behind. Like yeah. in both games, he, they they came back to force overtime against us, the Chargers, and then he throws he throws a touchdown to Paris late. Like they 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 came back and won this won this game. It was really solid. Yeah, I mean he spreads it out to all his receivers. I don't mm-hmm. think anyone had more than five targets oh, this yeah. whole game. But but I mean Ty's still eating four for forty three and, and a touchdown. Um, I know he had a, a, Ebron had a touchdown. I know you can't really depend on either him or Doyle, but Ebron had a touchdown. Mac was an underperformer here. Um, but Brissett, they just—they're going to be a team that just is gutty and win games. I feel like. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to be good from a fantasy perspective. Uh, Jordan Wilkins, where did that guy come from? Yeah. Uh, I know Jay drafted him, and we made fun of him. Uh, and <laughs> he went five for eighty-two. Um, uh, yeah, but that—that that was pretty much the indie offense. Uh, did you start Derrick Henry this week? I did. And how did Lego he do? Got the win. Baby. How did he do? He did great. I think this is his. This is sort of like his floor. I mean, he only had fifteen carries for eighty-two yards. I think it was, and one touchdown. So I think he's going to have these games. He's also going to have games like last week where he goes off for 30. Yeah. So starting him every week. Start him every week. Um, but they're just going to run the ball to him. Mariota still does not look like a very good quarterback. He only had 154 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, that's why I, I think we have to stop calling Corey Davis an underperformer at this point until he performs once. Um, when he performs once, I think we can move him to the eligible for underperformer. I think he's just Mariota is so bad. I know. He had, he's bad. If he had all of his quarterbacks... Touch like yards and touchdowns. He only yeah. would have had like a twenty point game. Yeah, um, AJ was okay. He had three, three, three he had five targets, uh, twenty five yards. Paris Campbell, welcome another rookie to the end zone. There's a lot of rookie touchdowns this this first two weeks for receivers. They've been very good. So uh, welcome Paris Campbell to the end zone here. Uh, I don't know if there's anyone else we need to talk about here. You could probably drop Adam Vinatieri, right? If you have him, dude. <laughs> he I think he's like two for five on PATs and like one for three on field goals. Oh, and it came out the other it's day good. that he got interviewed after the game. And they said you'll talk to me tomorrow, and they're like Vinatieri, we don't have we don't have interviews with you tomorrow, and they, they, implying he's retiring. <laughs> so um, we'll see what happens there. Um, but both those teams go to one and one. The Colts again, a team that you should. Uh, I think Furtick hit them at plus three and a half in our rook book. Definitely underrated. Week. So definitely go find value there in the money too. Uh, moving on to the well, another morning game, the 49ers moved to 2-0, uh, 41-17. Jimmy G throws for t- two TDs. Um, three TDs. So, sorry, three TDs. Moster, Moster, how are you saying his fucking Mustard. name? Moster. 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 He gets his 13 carries for 83 yards and then another 68 receiving yards for a touchdown. Uh, Mixon was bad here. Um, I, I don't know. Is he hurt? I mean, he's hurt this week, but it's it the same shit last week. Yeah. So, well, shit, because me and you sh- uh, shared Joe Mixon on our lawyer league team. Yeah. And it's like, God damn it, dude. Yeah. Can you I, get more than 30 yards? Yeah. I mean, I think you'll, you'll be fine, but, but but he's had a couple bad outings. I think the start of the game here, I think, under, and the rookie, Debo, dude. He's is taking De- over. Is Debo going to take over the SF offense? I think he is already the number one receiver in San Francisco. Yeah, Debo goes on seven targets, 87 yards, and a touchdown. He's great. Yeah, it's unbelievable to see how quickly Debo has taken over Dante Pettis' expected role. Uh, kind oh, of God. the starter in that offense. Um, but but th- this was a fun game to watch. Obviously, John Ross, um, he didn't do much throughout you know 90% of this game until he had that garbage uh, garbage time, last-second touchdown. But he came out with 112 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Boyd did what, what people expected him to do with 122 yards. Um, this was a this was a a, 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 a game beating. with a game with some fun stats, um, but the Niners just beat up on Cincy. And oh, was, the Bengals was, stats were garbage stats. Yeah, it, it was yeah. tough to see because you saw you know we talked about Zach Taylor last week and what this offense was able to do, and it was a shame to to see it kind of fall apart this week. 
Yeah, yeah, the Bengals just have absolutely zero running game. The 49ers could be finding their offensive rhythm. So 49ers beat Cincinnati Bengals 41-17. Yep. Next game, we got the Texans and the Jaguars. Texans beat the Jaguars 13-12. Oh, this one was this one killed me, man. This killed me in my fucking rook book, too. Because the, the Texans are up. They're up 13-6, was it? Oh, yeah, they're 13-6, correct? And then Gardner Minshew leads a, leads a fantastic drive, takes them all the way down. The Jags score, so at least I think I'm going to get OT, but then I don't get OT because they go for two, and they miss. And then now Jalen Ramsey wants to get traded. But um, there really wasn't much fantasy love anything here. No. It, was, it was bad. I have to say, I, I do like the fact that they went for two uh, at the end of the game. I mean, I, I love those kind of decisions. It makes football exciting. To go to 0-2 and, and lose a division game? I mean, that's a tough one, but I think the Jags know that they're not going to be, uh, most likely not going to be in the run for the playoffs. So I think in order to, to take that, and I think that even though the Texans had played a bad game up to that point, if this had gone to overtime, I think the Texans would have handed it to them. So I, I, I like the move by Doug Marone. Uh, it's a ballsy move. Um, but it was also really great to see Carlos Hyde again for the second week in a row really, really play well. A lot of good people thought Duke Johnson, this is going to be his moment, but Carlos Hyde has come in and played fantastically. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 I don't know whether there's much to talk about that game. this game, is there? Uh, not too much. I mean, Carlos Hyde had another great game, which is which is extremely surprising again. Most people thought Duke Johnson after that trade was going to be the guy. Hyde gets cut from, uh, and- from Kansas City or, uh, before the season starts, and he's come out and he's had put up two very efficient games he is now you know in week two getting more of the starters type of workload i mean if he on the off chance he's still available on your waiver wire in your fantasy league you need to go get him right now because they are going to be feeding him and that deshaun led offense even on an inefficient day like they had in week two um they're going to keep feeding him the ball and he's going to get production from that yeah i mean maybe hides the running back to own here so keep an eye on hide also keep an eye on lf See what happens to Fortnite. He was inefficient in this game. Um, was involved in the passing game a little better. And, and keep an eye on your boy uh, Minshew, too, because uh, he could be the starter for a, a little while. Minshew. Uh, so the Texans got a 2 0, stave off the Jaguars, coming to a, a rowdy, a rowdy, rowdy, rowdy dignity health sports center next week uh, and <laughs> to face the, face the Chargers on Sunday. So I will be there yelling at my boy, Deshaun Watson. Um, all right. Week two, another game we had today. The Packers go to two and zero. No R I E L A X this year. Uh, they beat the Vikings twenty-one to sixteen. Another pretty monster game for Dalvin. Dalvin has twenty carries for one hundred fifty-four yards, um, seven yards, eight, almost eight yards a carry, and then he adds um, another three catches for thirty-seven yards. And he, in the middle of all that, was a seventy-five yard touchdown. He looks so good. I mean, I love Dalvin. Dalvin is. I think he single-handedly lowered everyone else's value in the Minnesota offense because they just want to give him the ball so many times. He really has. And, and we knew they were going to stress the run game coming into the season. Um, obviously, you know, Kirk Cousins had very low volume in week one and was just bad in this game in week two. Um, so they know that they can't rely on their passing game. And Dalvin Cook has made it easier and easier for them to rely on that run game and to really make it make that offense centered around him. Now, it might it's making their offense more uh, single dimension. It's, you know, and it's become a lot more predictable later in the season. But for right now, it's working. Dalvin's eating, and just he's a player oh, yeah. to play RB1. Oh, agreed, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's kind of – you just got to be watching on digs, stealing, even guys like Madison, sort of an urban. Um, so the rookies here might need a little more time just because Dalvin's just in such a role. And he's he's still young as hell, so they're, they're trying to give him – 
give him a lot of play. So the Deadly Dreads look good. Um, Double D's, Ro- baby. Rogers also just just put them down early here. He had uh, three touch. He, he, had, he had sorry, uh, two at twenty three for what was where the Rogers Deads. Um, he was good this game though. He threw the threw the couple TDs very very early. He Devontae had 100 yards. Yeah, so he gives you 22 for 34, 290 yards, and two touchdowns. And both those touchdowns were early. Aaron Jones got involved, too. He had 23 carries for 116 and a touchdown. Um, it was nice to see him have a, have a finally a breakout game. And even Jamal Williams looked good. Yeah. So, I mean, the Packers' offense is pretty solid right now. Yeah, I, actually, watching the game, the running game did not look that great. Jones looked okay in the second half. Yeah, but they're they're scheming him to get these looks. They're, they're throwing him toss plays, and they're getting him running full speed, which is where he has that advantage. But if, if, when they're giving him the stuff early in the game, you know, just basic run plays, he can't read the zone run, and they, they have to get the guys moving sideways for Jones to be an impact. So I think Jamal is becoming that, that downhill, middle-of-the-field type runner. So the Vikings... Go down to the Packers, 21-16. Packers go to 2-0. No more R-E-L-A-X. All right, the next game we have here um, was uh, the lock of the week for two of our rooks of the rook book, uh, Kyle Chapman and Andy Curry. The rook book. So uh, the Cowboys beat the Redskins 31-21. That's playing out of his mind. Man, he, he looks fantastic. He goes 26 for 30, 269 yards, three touchdowns and a pick, and Zeke's back as well doing fantastic things. That offense is flowing. Uh, they, they might be the best team in the NFC right now. Yeah, I think when you have that O-line, the O-line's everything. Oh, yeah, fantastic. You see all the games, when the quarterback has no time, the offense can't get going on the run or the pass. Dak is looking good. Zeke is dominating. He had 111 yards uh, on 23 carries. And the the Cowboys just steamroll the Redskins. What's up? What do you got? Yeah, the, the I mean, the offense is looking great as a whole. What's surprising is to see, you know, Gallup uh, with 226 yards on the season – um, as opposed to Amari only having 150 yards on the season. I mean, Gallup's really become that downfield threat that Dak is looking for and hitting. He's throwing accurately to him. Now, obviously, we know Gallup got, got a little injured, and we'll talk a little bit about that later, but but he has just been phenomenal for, for the Cowboys this year. And they're yeah, just shout out Karn, dude. He saw, I think a lot of people uh, were kind of under the radar on Gallup, and Karn was one of them, and it, he's been fantastic all year. He's a great dynasty asset. Um, but, yeah, the Cowboys look good. Speaking of dynasty assets... Shout out Hermes, dude. Dude. Scary Terry's Terry fucking McCoy good, man. Again. <laughs> yeah, uh, Scary Terry played another great game. Um, you know, his, his touchdown came late in the game, but but he's getting open. You know, Case Keenum just has to get him the ball. Um, but he is looking like the top, one of the top, if not the top wide receiver in this rookie class, which is, which is just so surprising because he really wasn't one of the big-name guys that we were expecting to blow up so early. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, he's going to be fantastic. He's, he's been fantastic lately. The running game wasn't, wasn't so fantastic. AP was a little slow start. 10 carries, 25 yards. He did have a touchdown, but um, it, it's almost like that. I don't know what's going to happen. AP, will, he'll, he'll have better games than this. Yeah, for but sure. Chris Thompson might be, might be a guy to kind of look out for if you're not really sure. Especially if you play this draft. Correct. Um, but, yeah, so the count. Yeah, uh, a, AP is that is that two-down uh, that first and second down grinder, uh, classic grinder, and Chris Thompson is there every third down. So, you know, AP is going to have mostly inefficient games, but he is going to get volume. So it's just going to be kind of week to week how he's going to do. And he'll have his good games, I think. I yeah. think he will. Boomer bust for um, sure. But so the Cowboys go to 2-0. The Reds is going to 0-2 um, uh, moving on. Um, this one was tough for me. This was my third pick, third least confident pick out of the three this week. I took the Steelers minus 3.5. 
they lose a, they lose the game, but they lose a lot more. I think um, they lose Ben Roethlisberger for the season. Not good. Uh, Mason Rudolph comes in. James Conner they say is a little less serious. Um, we'll get to it a little more in the injury portion, but it's going to be interesting to see, man. They, and they, I mean, Mason Rudolph played good. They played a close game. Yeah. Um, they played it down to the wire. Russ looks really good. Um, he's just he's just so consistent, man. He's, he's, he's so he's, good. Russell Wilson is definitely one of the top quarterbacks in the league, even though he doesn't have the pieces around him to make him look good. If you watch every game of the Seahawks, he's making tough, tight window throws, and they're hitting his receivers. I knew he was going to go off against the Steelers' defense because, you know, they're just playing zone blitz. They stopped the run. Steelers stopped the run, and people always have good passing uh, games against us. But, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger going down does not make me happy. He didn't look great even before going down, but uh, I'm excited to see Mason Rudolph just chuck it to James Washington because that's all they did in college together. Yeah, I see. Yeah, Russell Wilson had another uber-efficient game. Uh, what he had 300 yards, three touchdowns, and, you know, like Dick said, um, he made some really tough throws. That that throw to uh, that touchdown throw to DK was perfectly in stride, right in his hands. He also had another tough one to Will Disley, who had two two receiving touchdowns on the day. I think the story of this game is 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 what the the, the tight ends were doing for both teams. I mean, um, you know, Vance had went seven for thirty eight with two touchdowns. He looks like. Um, uh, you know Mason Rudolph's favorite red zone target right now. I mean the young quarterbacks, the young quarterbacks love those kind of tight end easy targets. If they can get them easy, get them in a, in a groove, and get them in 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 a swing of things, I, I think that's good. So I mean Vance is definitely something to look out for. Yeah, yeah, and Will Disley on the other side of the ball, five for fifty with two touchdowns. I mean, uh, you know, neither of them are going to be super consistent this season. Maybe Vance, you know, if, if Mason really really likes him and locks onto him consistently, but um, it was fun to watch both those guys get a lot of play. Steelers have no other tight end, so I'm the first to admit that. Vance is the guy going forward. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to be. And, and uh, you know, another person it was like it was nice to see uh, play well was Lockett back to getting uh, 12 targets, you know, after a two-target week one. Um, he could have been more efficient. He was getting a lot of shallow looks in the, in the slot, uh, but he made a lot of tough catches, and, um, and uh, you know, it showed the wide receiver two ceiling that he has uh, in the season moving forward. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Seattle offense looks good. They moved to two and zero here. The Steelers are in a little different position, so we'll have to see what happens moving forward. Yeah, especially I'm for so guys nervous. Like, My hands are sweating just talking about him. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens moving forward for um, for guys like Juju. But the DK might be the Juju of this year, man. Uh, with little lower expectations, and stuff. Did you thought. see the touchdown? It was literally exactly what DK Metcalf does. Oh yeah, just run straight and catch the ball. If he continues to do that, and though, he's Wilson pretty good. Just dumps it right in the bread basket. Yeah. So the Seahawks got two and zero there. Um, moving on to another, I think, more surprising 2-0 team. The Bills get the medal and sweep. Hey-o. And they take care of the Giants 28-14. I don't know how um, how much we got to talk about this game. The rookies here, I think, are important. Singletary is he's still he's not getting the ball. He's you, taking over. Uh, no, he's taking over. We forget about the inconvenient truth that it's Frank Gore with 19 carries. 19 you almost carries. You almost forgot about him. Yeah. Um, Singletary dominates again with five I mean, 9.5 yards per carry and a touchdown. Yeah, he has 60 yards on, almost 60 yards on six carries. Meanwhile, Frank Gore, dude, gets a TD too, though. Maybe Frank yeah. Gore is by low. Yeah, yeah, Frank Gore is going to play forever. But, I, you know, I think a lot of what the Singletary's efficiency comes from, I mean, when you see Frank Gore getting, uh, you know, 19 touches, only 68 yards, but he is so tough and strong, and he is wearing down these defenses so that when Singletary comes into the game, you know, he is shiftier than Frank Gore, and he's able to hit those holes in a much more tired defense. So I think that their game plan using both these guys, you know, ramming it down the throat with Gore and then giving uh, Singletary an opportunity to, to hit those open holes 
on a tired defense um, is, is a, I mean, obviously it's working for them because they're 2-0 and right now, um, and they're looking good. Yeah, yeah. Just to kind of wrap up some other stats here for the for the Bills, Josh Allen looks good. He's thrown on the run. He had a, he had a I think he had a rushing touchdown this week as well. Um, John Brown uh, still looked good. Led most of the Bills in passing yards. He had um, seven target seven seven receptions. Sorry for seventy two yards and eight targets. Um, on the other side of the ball, we might see some Daniel Jones next week. Apparently, apparently Pat Shermer not committing. So um, we've seen enough of Eli Manning. Because because I'm really sick of talking about anyone on the Giants except for Saquon. We all know Saquon's fantastic. So good. Eighteen for one hundred and seven gets a touchdown, twenty eight receiving yards. Ingram a little underperforming, but it's just that's going to be expected. It's an Eli offense. So I mean. Um, it'll be interesting to see whether uh, uh, Danny Dimes gets time. Uh, all right, so for that one, the Bills are surprised two and O team. I think as of now, they beat the Giants. The Giants dropped to zero and two, as we all expected. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> we have to talk about uh, our friends, the Dumpster Fire Dolphins. Yeah, this one can go quickly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, AB and Tom Brady looked <laughs> really good. They targeted AB three times on the first drive, caught all of them. Later, he got a touchdown, jumped over the. Stands and there's nothing but a reclining chair, so no fans caught him. Classic Miami, but he looks great. They're gonna target him. He won. He beat every Patriots receiver in yards and touchdowns in his debut. So that just tells you like the Patriots offense is hard to pick up. AB is going off already, um, but the the Pets offense actually didn't look as good as the score. Um, oh, because the defense, the defense, defense won my matchup this week. I, that was the best pickup I made well, a week before the season started. It was the best pickup I made to pick up New England defense. Because yeah. their schedule is a cakewalk. They have a cakewalk to 7-0. I think they play the fucking – they play the Jets again. They play Miami again. They just they have a really cake yeah. schedule. Just I, stream I, every defense against uh, the Dolphins. And just, just – I mean, just by page. We don't need to talk anymore about this game. No. I'm not talking about anything about the Dolphins. Who, Preston, who won okay. the uh, – who, who led receiver in Dolphins? Oh, yeah. We'll talk about the Who led the Dolphins in receiving? You yeah. tell me. Preston Williams. So Preston baby. Williams is the only bright spot on the Dolphins. Shout out Again. Preston. We're we're still following you. Damien Harris, just as a side note, still another game with no carries. Um and the Pats beat the Dolphins forty three nothing. Yeah, the only last word I want to have on the Pats is just, you know, it was a shame to see Josh Gordon get totally relegated by AB's presence. Uh it's a little scary for people that drafted Josh Gordon and, and saw what he did and relied on what he did week one, but you know, the A-B situation is still up in the air, so it'll be curious to see how that plays out. I think we should take zero judgments away from Miami games, except that Miami is the worst fucking team. So bad. That's that, the, Deal. No, it's, it's just such a hard game to even look at anything. It's, everything's inflated. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Um, the Raiders get out to a hot 10 lead. And then Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes score 28 points, and he throws throws for four touchdowns in, one in quarter. the quarter. They don't score the rest of the game. So Mahomes is fantastic. 443 yards, four touchdowns. It, it's so good. He's he's fantastic. It's so good. It's there's there's so many. Res- he can make anyone look good every every week. You're everyone's yeah. gonna blow up. Or yeah. you have to people. Sammy was okay this game, but the guy was Demarcus Robinson. Yeah. On um, every single other team, the defense has only so many yards to cover. But with Pat Mahomes, you have to cover cover even deeper in the zone. So you, everything is open underneath. If you cover everything underneath, which the Raiders did, and the the Chiefs actually didn't have anywhere to go in the first quarter. And then in the second quarter, they just realized that the Raiders were playing up, and they just started bombing it. I think the first play of the second quarter was a bomb touchdown. And Demarcus Robinson went off. I mean, every receiver on the Chiefs has a chance to go off at, at any time. Oh, yeah, it's, and it's going to be – you're going to see inconsistencies from week to week. So, I mean, I, my advice is to buy in the offense. Um, Nicole looked good this week. Um, he, he did pretty well. Demarcus Robinson, great. Um, 
But I would just buy into their offense. I mean, Kelsey did good. You you, you should just get better piece of the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, the, the lack of consistency um, throughout the game was, was uncharacteristic of the Chiefs this week. Um, also, the running game, I mean, totally struggled. You had LaShawn McCoy average two yards per carry. You had uh, Damian Williams average less than a yard per carry. I think he had nine carries on with eight yards. Um, so that was pretty uncharacteristic and, and surprising to see, but I don't think that's something that's going to that's gonna define this team moving forward. I think that was an anomaly. Yeah. A um, couple other things in this game. Tyrell looks like he's going to be the wide receiver one there. Yeah, uh, if you can, he's startable. If you, if you drafted Tyrell, his ADP, you're, you're going to be thrilled. Uh, I don't know if he's a – He's maybe a guy, if you're looking for like a third wide receiver for your championship team, maybe go pay a little more than you think you need to because he's going to get that wide receiver one volume there. And they look pretty good. Josh Jacobs looks great as well. Had 99 yards and 12 carries. Uh, no catches, but he looked great. Me cold around up the rookies. Had 61 and a touchdown. Yeah. Um, Hunter Renfro did Hunter Renfro things. Yeah. Um, so the Chiefs beat the Raiders 28-10. to 10, And yeah. actually closer game than the score... Yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, well, it was it was ten, and then it was ten to twenty eight. The rest of the game. Yeah. Well, the Raiders did like come back right away, and then they threw an interception right at the goal line. So yeah, it was over by then. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, the Rams pummel the Saints. Rams go two and zero. The real story here is they lose Drew Brees. Not so I mean, how, how much does that? And it's such a weird, strange injury, right? He like it looks like on the video you like Aaron Donald barely barely taps him. Yeah. But he breaks a he's, he was. Tears a ligament in his thumb. His thumb, yeah. It's so terrible. So, I mean, he's going to be out for six weeks. Uh, so, now we'll we'll find out if all the Teddy Bridgewater truthers are, are correct. I'm I mean... Not, I'm definitely not one of them. I like Teddy. I, no, I'm not going to say I'm a truther, but I like Teddy. Yeah, I, I don't mind Teddy at all. One thing I like about this, obviously, you never like to see, um, you know, anybody get hurt, especially a guy like Drew Brees, who's been doing it for such a long time. But what I do like is that he got hurt early in the game, so we got to see a little taste of what Teddy's going to do. And he was peppering Michael Thomas with targets. So, oh, yeah. so we know moving forward that Michael Thomas is still going to be that volume receiver. You know, Whether he's going to have efficient, unefficient days, that remains to be seen. But I don't think we're going to lose too much off Michael Thomas, um, at least with respect to fantasy. Yeah, I think Kamara will have better days too. He had 45 yards on 13 carries, uh, one reception for 15 yards. He'll, he'll have better days too. He's talented enough. Um, the running back on the other side, though, I, I figured out what the Rams have done. They're, they're, not, they're not switching out Gurley. And um, and uh, Malcolm Brown, they're just giving Gurley a couple series offs. Yeah. There's, so there's like two or three series where Malcolm Brown's just in the whole series. And Gurley's just on the treadmill. They got him in the end zone today. He had 63 yards. Gurley's going to be solid, and he still looks good. Yeah. They're just being so cautious with him. I, I think they're saving him so that later in the year they can use him like they want to. Yeah. And, and, Mal- and especially because oh, Malcolm yeah. Brown looks good. They're definitely saving him for the playoffs. And they're, they're skewing him open, too, getting him on the edge and getting him running downhill, which is exactly where he belongs. Yeah. He scored a touchdown on that exact play. Yeah. So I think Gurley going forward is consistently your running back, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, One-two border, I would say. Because when he gives you this game, he, he gives you a touchdown and 63 yards, giving me 14 points. Yeah. Um, Daryl Henderson, get out of here. He's, he's not. He's, can, he's, he's been canceled, canceled for the year. Um, Cooks had a touchdown here. But uh, I think the Saints will be okay. I think they'll be better than expected, um, especially in a division that's kind of gutty and yeah. no, one's, no one's really that good. So um, uh, so that's something to look forward to. Um, the Rams go 2-0. The Saints go to 1-1. Um, and the Rams win. Um, this was the game of the weekend, I think. Uh, the Bears beat the Broncos 16-14. Um, the, the Broncos, Flacco has his first, like, uh, emphatic drive of the season, drives them all the way down. They come back. They go for two. They get the two-point conversion. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is back. He, he, he yeah. gets the touchdown and the two-point conversion. He looks fantastic. Uh, 
Um, and then, uh, uh, what's his face? Eddie Pinheiro comes in. The, 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 the Bears drive all the way down, and he kicks a game-winning 53-yard field goal as time expires. Um, so, I mean, fantasy-wise, I think in this game, there wasn't that much to talk about. Mont- David Montgomery looked good again. He, David oh, Montgomery, dude, he, he has so many spin moves, man. He just oh, spins yeah. around everybody. I think he took control of this backfield. Um, he out-touched Cohen, which is the next... Uh, closest running back to him, nineteen to six. They're using they're, Mike yeah, Davis yeah. had one yard on three carries. Yeah, um, I think he added like one catch. But Montgomery looks like the guy going forward. So look for the Bears to improve on offense because they have not looked good. But with David Montgomery jumping over the pile, reaching over the end zone, they beat the Broncos sixteen to fourteen. Yeah, they, he was definitely the best rookie in this game. Riley Ridley, no PT, no Fant, uh, thirty-three yards on four receptions. Yeah, I think on the other side of the ball, um, the running game, one thing that's, that has surprised me is uh, the inefficiency of Philip Lindsay um, and, and the efficiency of Royce Freeman. I mean, I, I, we, everyone was expecting a bit of a time split between these two, but Royce Freeman has looked like the better running back moving forward um, or so far this season. Um, and I think that if he's still available, which he is on quite a few waiver wires, especially in redraft, uh, and to be looking at buying him cheap in Dynasty because he is getting a lot of play and he's just been the better running back so far. This season. It, it just it really didn't seem like they gave Philip Lindsay the benefit of the doubt at all this year, even though he was clearly the better back last year. They're kind of just they're at a fifty fifty timeshare. Yeah. It, it, so I mean they they're giving really giving Royce the opportunity. So, well, I mean, also the, the the issue is Philip Lindsay's one hundred eighty five pounds and he got injured at the end of last year and I think that they know he's at a higher injury risk than a two hundred thirty pound bruiser back so they're not going to put philip Lindsay in that featured role and thus far again freeman has just been much more efficient so they're going to keep giving him the ball until he proves otherwise yeah i mean but some of these little guys make it yeah. i mean shout out shout out austin eckler so i mean philip Lindsay really had that austin eckler sort of game last year not so, not I mean, that he's... they can't blow up but again when you do it throughout an entire season that's when it starts to become an issue right yeah. you want that consistency on your roster yeah so the Bears end up beating them in the last minute field goal. They get a win. The Broncos drop to 0-2. Um, it was a good game. For those mile, mile, yeah, it was a great game. Um, and the Bears have a kicker, so it's nice to see for them. <laughs> um, all right, the last game, the Sunday night game, the Falcons beat the Eagles at home 24-20. Um, this is a great game. That was a great game. Yeah. This is a great game. I and mean, Carson Wentz ends up going down, but Josh McCown comes in. And, Dude, uh, how old is that guy? I love Josh McCown. Oh, my God. But, yeah, he comes in, then takes a couple staffs. Wentz comes back in. Matty Ice um, had a really roller coaster game. Yeah. Uh, 320 uh, yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah. But this was, a, this was a fun game. Julio Jones went off, finally, 106 yards on five catches, two yeah, the, touchdowns. The go-ahead touchdown, the, the, the seal it touchdown at the yeah. end. Threw him um, a screen to the left, and he just took off, beat everyone down the sideline. Yeah, Calvin really got the party started. Uh, he's always open, that guy. Yeah. He is fantastic. 105 yards on eight receptions. Um, Devonta Freeman, uh, the, the run game just isn't there, and the Falcons are just up and down. I don't it's know what to think of second underperformer in two weeks. Yeah, 22 yards, 11 carries, 42 yards on three receptions. Yeah, Devonta Freeman, again, is inefficient. He's averaging 2.2 yards on the season. Uh, this was a guy they talked of about being in the best shape of his life coming into the season. And he had had, you know, efficient seasons in the past, uh, back in 2018, before injury, 2017. He has just not looked good at all. Their run game has looked terrible. Ido Smith was, was by far the better running back in this game. The judge! Uh, I, I still like Freeman, but um, I am worried about his ability to put up consistent RB2 numbers as a fantasy uh, starter this year. 
Did you know Ito's real name is not Ito? What is it? I forgot what his real name is, but some guy, <laughs> some, you see, he say, they said it on TV the other day. Like, uh, someone came in and was like, hey, you look like Judge Ito from uh, the O.J. Simpson case. And so they, oh, yeah. That's why they call him Ito Smith. Yeah, Ito Smith. Judge. For sure. But that's not his real name. It's just, it's a great story. He's on my fantasy team. Oh, I, I, I can see his real name right now. I just looked it up. It's Romarius. <laughs> Romarius. I love Dude, it. Dude, Judge Romarius. I love it. We're, we're forever calling him Romarius. The, the story with this game, though, is the injuries to the Eagles wide receivers. I mean, oh, yeah. they literally all got hurt. Jaws, friend of the show, got in, got one reception for four yards. Mac Hollins was a feature receiver. But Deshaun Jackson went out with a groin. Alshon Jeffrey goes down with a calf. Corey Clement out with a shoulder. Goddard was out, I think, pregame when he was doing warm-ups. You know who it's time for? Calf. It's time for friend of the show, baby. Yeah. Let's go, Jaws. Let's go. Get up in there. Because, I mean, he's going to have the opportunity now. Um, it seems the couple, first couple games have been a little slow. But he has the opportunity to just go seize that. We're all for it. Uh, him and Miles Sanders, maybe the rookie's just going to take over this Philly team. They're, they're, they're going to be pretty good. So, I mean, um, look out for those guys. Eagles trying to get Miles Sanders on uh, going. Um, but he only got 28 yards on 10 carries. But he's getting the volume on there. Yeah, and he got a, he was a little bit inefficient this week. But they, they gave him the ball a lot more than they did in week one. And and uh, the coaches came out today and said that they have you know, full faith in him. Everybody knows, especially in Dynasty Leagues, what a great talent he is. And he'll have better days ahead. Mm. Yeah. So the Falcons end up beating the Eagles at home, 24-20. and 20, go to one, They both go to 1-1. One and one. Um, Wait, did uh, Miles Sanders, he didn't have space this time? Oh. Shout out space. Miles <laughs> Sanders loves space. He's good in space. He needs space so good. Uh, let's hit the last game of the game. Last, uh, last game of the week, this Monday night oh, game. OBJ. OBJ had what a nasty-ass catch. He just loves Monday it? night football, dude. He just loves to do this in prime time. Ridiculous. He's running down the sideline. The corner's pressing him. He's just around the him. Line, playing great defense. <laughs> he just reaches out nonchalantly, right hand, just, snags the ball, gets two feet in, runs out of bounds. Yeah. And then later in the game, 89 yards oh, yeah. to the house. Yeah. LBJ was fantastic. Baker looked a little better. He had to pick, pick, pick off a tip ball, though. Um, it's, it's not the real story of this game, but uh, the Jets just just having jet, jetty luck. Um, so bad. Trevor Simeon goes out with a broken ankle, I believe. How do you get uh, Lano, Falk, Sam Darnold? Come in. What are you doing? What is he doing? Yeah. But Lev Bell looks good. Lev Bell had oh, nice. 21 carries, 68 yards, a couple sweet spin moves. Yeah. Um, he had 10 receptions for 61 yards on 10 targets. Um, besides Le'Veon Bell, I don't really want to talk about anything else about the Jets. And how about your boy Chubb not having a good day? Um, oh, actually, he had a pretty good day. No, you know, Chubb had a really good day. Unfortunately, and I was watching this game, and that O-line, which is supposed to be one of the better O-lines in the league, was letting him get dropped behind the line time and time again. It really – this wasn't this wasn't a, um, you know, a Chubb issue. He averaged 3.4 yards, <laughs> yards per carry. This wasn't a Chubb issue, huh? It wasn't a Chubb issue. This was his O-line kind of, kind of failing him and letting him get hit the second he touched the ball. Uh, but he was able to make the best of, um, of the touches he was given. He had a 19-yard rushing touchdown. Um, but one of the things I noticed in this game um, is that he is off the field almost every third down, which as a Chubb owner, you know, really freaks me out. Um, Dernis Johnson came in in that third down role, and he did play well. Um, you know, he had 42 receiving yards and, and eight rushing yards. Um, but, you know, you, when you see your bell cow backs, you really want them to be in on third down as well. And we know that Chubb can be – he has the skills to be a receiving running back as well. So – Kind of frustrating to see, and definitely something to keep in mind uh, for Chubb owners uh, moving forward. 
Yeah, so the Browns get on the board. They go to one and zero. Um, the Jets uh, looking for answers. Come on, so Baker. We'll, we'll skip them except for uh, Le'Veon. Come on, Baker. Um, yeah. So, so what do we got here for injuries? So we know Big Ben, Tiny, uh, Tiny, Big Ben's out for the season, correct? Yeah, we got Big Ben out for the, on the on the quarterback uh, side. We have Big Ben out for the season. We're going to see Mason Rudolph uh, play. He, you know, he was he was good um, at Oklahoma State. His final year, I think he had uh, close to five thousand yards. Um, and James Washington was one of his top targets during that 2017 season. So it's going to be interesting to see the chemistry that they that they have, um, you know, on the field moving forward. Big Ben again, he's gone for the season. So it's the Mason Rudolph show. Do um, they lose JC too, or is he just he's still he's kind of day to day? Yeah, he's day to day. They're they're saying his injury is minor. He might have to sit out a week or so. Um, and Jalen Samuels is a plug and play RB two in case he is absent. The thing about James Conner though is he's been very inefficient so far this season. I mean, he hasn't been the guy we saw last year. Um, and and That's Jalen kind of the whole Samuels offense though, right? Exactly. Well, Jalen Samuels should be owned in all in all formats anyway, uh, as one of the top backups in the league and a guy that gets touches anyway. But I'd be curious to see how how Conner's uh, usage goes moving forward. Yeah, so he's out. Breeze is out with a thumb injury for about six weeks. Teddy steps in. We talked about Teddy a little earlier, but he's still the person to look out for. Um, Gallup, I think, torn meniscus. He's going to be out for two to four weeks. Uh, maybe Randall Cobb look, at, look to step in and take some of the carries there. But we'll get large helpings with Zeke. And I think Dak will run the ball a lot, too, there. Um, anyone else we got to talk about? We talked about guys a little earlier. He goes to IR. Um, AP and Chris Thompson are guys to look out for there. So those are the things to keep in mind when you go into the week three um, injury injury report. Moving on, I think we have uh, yeah. a couple more things to cover. Uh, before Dick gives you a little preview of the collegiate players, um, I want to step in just before I say goodbye to week three. Just look out on Thursday, or sorry, Friday evening, we'll be uh, uh, sending out another edition of the Rook Book. The uh, Rook Book. Yeah, so this oh, year. Oh, by the way, I want to thank the Rook Book for uh, helping me win a parlay, winning 400 bucks on a parlay this week. Nice. Um, I had the Chiefs minus seven, Cowboys minus six, and Seahawks at plus three and a half. Um, so that paid off. Luckily, I was in Vegas. I was able to set that up with my sports book. Yeah, that, no, that was great. The, 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 the Rook Book did okay this week. Um, we all hit our locks this week. I was uh, I had Kansas City minus seven, and both um, Andy and. Uh, Andy and Kyle had Dallas minus six, so we all hit on our locks. Um, for our for our second pick of the week, which is our second most confident, so each week we're going to do three individual picks and a teaser. The teaser and the individual pick are going to be worth three points, and then the second individual pick for two, and the last one worth one. Um, so my second pick was New England ten and a half in the first in the second half. They were they were great. They covered there uh, 13-0. Uh, my third pick was the Steelers, unfortunately minus three and a half. I got a little bad luck there with Big Ben. Um, Big Ben losing, and then I had a little tough luck with my teaser as well. Um, I w- I got Kansas City minus one, but then I lost Houston. Uh, they only won by two, one point, not two and a half points. I was really hoping that that tie there. Um, shout out Ferdig. Ferdig goes four and zero this week. Ferdig takes Dallas minus seven with his most confident pick. Um, then he takes uh, Pitts, uh, Seattle plus three and a half with his second. Oh, sorry, Indianapolis plus three and a half with his third pick, and then he takes a. Uh, Seattle plus three and a half with the second pick, and then he hits his teaser of um, KC and uh, oh sorry Minnesota and Cleveland. Uh, Kyle goes two for two as well. He um, makes Dallas. He uh, loses Chicago. He hits his teaser with Kansas City and um, Cleveland. So that was the rook book for last week, and we're gonna go ahead and put out some new picks. Verdict four and zero. Oh, so I mean, if you're gonna ride anyone, ride Verdict Coattails. Um, hopefully, I'll, we'll come back and get some points this week. But our locks of the week are good. So be sure to check that out. It'll be coming out on Friday. What are they? Um, what should they be looking for? The Rook 
book. All right, and then before we uh, leave you for this week, uh, you got a little college update for us? A little yes. preview of the 2020 draft right now, two picks in the first yeah, round? Yeah, so we had some listener questions ask us uh, for some collegiate players to look out for. So I'm going to skip the top ones because you'll hear about them anyways. But some that I did scout last year that I'm still very, very high on. I'm going to give you one receiver, one running back. Receiver Tyler Johnson out of Minnesota. Last game he had 10 catches for 140 yards and three touchdowns. This guy is just a solid football player. He's got the durability. He's got the size. He's got the weight. His hands are extremely strong. He could run all the, all the routes of the tree. Look out for Tyler Johnson, Minnesota. Keep an eye on him so you can get a head start in the scouting game. This this first, tra- first round is going to be fun. It's going to be insane. Yeah, I'm glad I got two picks. Shout out Fruiting. And then my running back was admittedly my number one running back of last year when I was scouting. Mm-hmm. And he went back to college. Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. Wisconsin. This guy is huge, runs people over. And has the home run speed. So those are two guys to look out for. I'll probably give you, what, two guys a week? Yeah, two or more. Yeah, yeah that's, that's oh pretty good. God. So we'll, we'll get, get you a little list going. So we'll get I you warmed up. Tyler Johnson, receiver out of Minnesota. And Jonathan Taylor, running back out of Wisconsin. Yeah, thanks. So uh, with this little college update to end the week, just a reminder, um, if you want to catch up on our first podcast, we have one out from last week, the NFL season kickoff week, week one pod. Um, please check out the new the new stuff we have going on with the Rook book. The uh, Rook? Book. Yeah, remember, scared money don't make money. Um, so check out the player interviews we have. We saw we, we talked about Jaws today. We might get more opportunities. Check out the player interviews we have on the website with Jaws, Ryquell, Floyd Allen, and Brody. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dynasty Rook. Um, and uh, good luck in your fantasy picks this week. How'd you do this week? You got a W? Yeah, I got two Ws. So we, we're all in our OG league. Stratton put up 137 points. He followed up with a nice little 80 burger. 65. Oh, sorry, 60, oh, 65 God. burger. Um, I, GB, I guess 37, 32 points. I 37, I think, from New England defense. Yeah. And um, I go to 2-0. Yeah. And I'm looking for my I just got like a normal ring. 44 out of my homes. So. Yeah. So we'll see. I got a tough hope match you, against our... Uh, I hope you guys did well out there. I got, a, I got a tough match against the champ. I might have to be out next week, so we might have to get the champ to sub in for me. Uh-oh. All right, well, uh, take it easy, guys. Uh, stay safe out there, and cheers. 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 This has been another episode of the Dynasty Rook podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dynasty Rook or on DynastyRook.com. And we will see you next time. Bye.